0: In the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror.
2: And for all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. Uh, we do include spoilers for the new film, however, we're going to wait until the very end of the show to do so, and we'll let you know before we do with a spoiler alert. Now, if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just simply turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. Uh, we generally assume that you guys have seen the classic films, so there's always going to be spoilers... Anytime time we discuss uh, anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we will do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, uh, Brian and Philip, and joining us tonight from the uh, Skater Nez... I guess, podcast group. Kevin, how would you Do you – got like seven or eight podcasts. How the hell do I announce <laughs> you anymore, man?
3: Uh, Nez is just cool, man. If people do know who I am, I mean, you know what I do. But uh, to refresh those or to let people know who don't know who I am, uh, Kevin Nez uh, – california uh i have this i run the uh skater nez podcast network you can find that on podbean itunes just look up skater nez or you won't find anything of mine but uh i have the mac nez podcast e-society big guys podcast and i have a new uh member to the family uh the zisu's daughter jade she has her out of necessity podcast that's more of uh just teenage uh, stuff she's talking about her life and getting ready for college and her senior year in, in high school so that's kind of a um a good change up for our show of just profanity and all this <laughs> craziness that we do with the rest of the shows but uh i'm glad to be here man i couldn't wait to do this because uh yeah i got a lot to say
2: <laughs> well listen if uh because we do have some new listeners on board, which is really always cool, and that's what kind of why we're all here. But uh, if they're looking for Skater Nez, don't you spell it a little bit differently?
3: Yes, it's not the regular how it's spelled. It's S-K, the number 8, E-R, next word, N-E-Z, then podcast network. You'll cool. find it. Just look up. If you just put S-K-8-E-R. Mine will be the only thing that pops up, so then you'll, you'll get all the the shows that are on there. That
2: makes it easy, man. <clears throat> so you've been on the show enough, Kevin. You, you know how we start, man. What's the, what's the coolest thing you've seen this week? I'll tell you what. I'll go first. My, my cool of the week, you guys knew what it was going to be. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> my cool of the week is also, oh, maybe my not so cool of the week and that's uh, of course star trek discovery <laughs> guys i'm not oh sure. no i'm not sure yet the jury really
4: flat. i uh, i star dug f- it i i dug it
2: uh, it's I too it slick cool. man it's too slickly produced it's it's not uh, it's too jarring for me for right now being an old school trekkie and having seen every every uh, series it's just a little difficult for me to wrap my head around the graphics
4: yeah yeah i see what you're saying is why, it
5: why why do the Klingons look different in every single Star Trek thing they do <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: becoming a, it's becoming a running joke isn't it I haven't yeah,
3: seen I mean, they're cool it, at all. I haven't seen any of it how, how do they look do they look like the new ones or I mean you know the original ones how they look to me they, they look like more human with just like brown paint on their faces but yeah uh I mean is like it Is it TV CGI or, or like uh, above that?
2: It it looks like full makeup, like movie makeup, but yeah, it's really weird, man. It's just like super, super heavy paint, and just they just I mean they're vaguely humanoid, and the fact that they're shaped like humans, they have you know two legs, two arms, but other than that, man, I mean they're just I don't know. I'm I'm sure I'm going to get used to it. The season is going to be 15 episodes. Um, I know the Klingon war is going to be a big part of the storyline throughout the whole season, so I'm sure I'll get used to it. It's just it was just a little jarring to see it, you know, change so differently.
3: Did you get the uh, CBS All Access? I, I
2: did. I did. I paid the. I threw down the five ninety nine, and those motherfuckers are going to get four more dollars a month out of me because there's so many damn commercials on the five ninety nine one. Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to spend the extra four bucks. I cannot, I you know, at this in this digital age, I with DVRs and all, I cannot get used to sitting through that many commercials.
5: Yeah, and kinda double the, dipping.
2: That's kind of the other thing that pissed me off a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Do
3: they
5: have you all the money
2: for it, and they're still doing commercials? Absolutely, yeah, I would be pissed too. Yeah, and it wasn't like when when you watch AMC, like The Walking Dead, they may show like two two or three commercials in the breaks, but this one is like five or six commercials on every break yeah. what, what were you gonna say kev
3: do they have all the the classic cbs shows on there
2: you know what they do i haven't really even explored any of that yet but i think they've got like all the old school stuff and then anything current like uh you know big bang theory and all those types of shows
3: is there like all in the family and the jeffersons and all that
2: um i haven't explored yet if the if those were cbs shows i'm i'm pretty sure they're on there man i think they go like all the way back to the beginning
3: all right, on uh, yeah. I, I was thinking of doing that um that thirty day trial just to get the first couple episodes of Star Trek and then right. canceling it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought about do. I even thought about waiting till the very end and getting it just for like one month. But I can't wait. This yeah. is something I have to watch every week as it comes out. But we'll
3: see. The Zisu uh, he he liked it. He said it was cool. He saw the first mm-hmm. episode.
2: Yeah, I like the characters so far that they've introduced, but uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, it just looks too slick for me, but I guess I'll get used to it, you know? You know, I've heard it said on some other podcasts, if they were to go back and do like the original original series costumes and the mini skirts and all that, it would look pretty damn silly, you know, in this day and age. To well, oh yeah. So, you know, just go with the flow, man. Hope that they uh, continue to tell the really good stories that we're, that we love Star Trek for. How was Sarek? Uh, he look he was spot on, dude. Whoever that actor is, I I don't know know if I really had seen him in much before, but uh, he did an excellent job. Excellent.
3: And this is what, like 10, 12 years before the original uh, crew? Yeah, I
2: believe it is about ten years before the original mission. So it's in that it's in that timeline between Enterprise, but before TOS. Are they on uh, on Earth? Or are they out in space already? Um everything I've seen so far they're they're out in space exploring. All right. But some things are going to change. Uh, I know this for sure without do, doing any spoilers, so I think a lot's going to happen, you know, over the 15 episodes. I think they're trying to shoot sort of for that Game of Thrones thing where like he, some heroes are going to become villains, some villains are going to become heroes. You know, it's mm-hmm. just going to follow and I like I like the diverse cast. It looks like they're going to have episodes that focus on different uh, characters which I think is always cool so hopefully a lot of good stuff to look forward to the next 15 weeks uh, uh,
5: okay. Brian what was yours man I, I wanted to wait and see what yours was before I said anything because yours might be um,
4: um, just real quick I just wanted to address something um, we lost someone earlier this week and and it kind of it kind of hit me really hard because we, we had the pleasure of actually having this guy as a guest and that's a uh, santos ellen jr the black saint and uh, i just want to say it was a privilege to have a chance to speak to him i've i've been listening to him on on their show for for a while now and i just wanted to say r.i.p because that i when i read the post i it didn't even i didn't even really know what i was reading i had to read it again like what what's yeah, going on you know talk
5: to him that was crazy
4: yeah so um yeah. definitely you know i feel for the family and everybody i just wanted to, to say that so
5: yeah definitely well said
4: Rest yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, didn't mean to bring it down so i'll get into my uh, cool it, of the it, week it
2: had to be brought up man it had to be brought up santos you will you will be missed man thanks for coming on our yeah. show and being part of our lives
3: Yes. yes, Uh, my, as well, my heart goes out to to, to the family, and uh, rest in peace, brother.
4: Yes. Okay, uh, to get back on track here. I, actually, I'm going to go with something different. It, it was a movie that uh, was originally to come out last year, but it got scrapped. I think the studio had went bankrupt. It was uh, Before I Wake.
2: Ah, uh,
0: oh.
4: yeah, that's right. Yeah, um... Decent movie. Um I like the premise, you know. Uh
2: that the one with the little the... kid. Yeah. Well, okay. um,
4: it... did Mike Flanagan
2: direct it, or am I thinking of
4: something else? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was uh directed by him. Um, I'm starting to be more and more of a fan of his. Um and uh yeah, decent. I, I would if I had to rate it, I'd give it a seven out of ten. I thought the cast was good. I like the story. And um I'm I'm just I'm really digging Mike Flanagan's stuff. So um definitely uh I think everybody if you can get a chance to see it, um it's out there. Um the only way if you want to actually purchase it, uh you have to go to first I don't understand how this works. The Blu ray is released under Amazon Canada. Hmm. It is not released in the United States, so hmm. but there are ways. <laughs> 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 so yeah that's my cool of the week
5: all right <clears throat> cool well uh I, I saw a bunch of stuff this week uh with the exception of
4: the new flatliners actually
5: <laughs> but uh my cool of the week i think is going to be uh leather uh,
4: oh uh, I, yeah i've seen that, that too
5: yeah i i it was it's it's a little you know overproduced and and kind of hokey and there's a uh there's a plot twist that probably doesn't even need to be there, but oh, yeah. uh, it was it was fun to watch though. I mean, it was I, I enjoyed it. I, it right. wasn't uh, it wasn't yeah, you know the best movie of the year, but it wasn't bad.
4: Yeah, don't don't get into too much details. I think we're planning on reviewing it later. Uh, oh,
5: okay. <laughs> uh, wasn't Iron Fist?
2: Does Iron Fist play Leatherface? That's all I want
4: to know. <laughs> yeah, oh, is that's... that who that kid is? Oh
5: man, I didn't even realize.
4: He's barely in the movie. How right. to say that? Oh, Stop okay.
5: Like that. <laughs> Wrong one then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and aside from that, I also watched um, Jerusalem with a Z. Ooh. It was on. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's a found footage movie where they use like a Google Glass to film the whole thing.
4: Oh, <laughs> I've heard of this. I've heard of this. <laughs>
5: it's. Yeah, it's probably not the best found footage movie, but uh, it was kind of cool. It was interesting. I like the concept behind it. Okay. Is
3: Is it worth watching?
5: I think so. It gets really shaky, though, with the glasses. It's it's like it's almost too much, man. There were there were a couple parts where I was like, okay, you got to stop this. I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I but it was it. it was
5: still a fun movie. It's it's not that bad.
3: All righty, here is my uh, cool of the week, and from the reviews that everyone else in the world or the country that has seen it. Uh, they hated it. But my cool of the week is Jeepers Creepers three. Oh no. Uh,
0: Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've been Uh-oh. waiting to hear
3: this. <laughs> uh if you guys did not hear uh, me spoil it on uh the E Society, the the newest uh episode. Um I I went in there not expecting much. Uh the the whole controversy of of Victor Salva I mean, we all know uh, what a horrible person and a monster he is! But, um, like one of the some of the reviewers are saying, let let's put the art away from the artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't go as far as calling this movie art, but oh my god! Wh- I know it was a, a shoestring budget, and it was just it was just a complete train wreck. And. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's, it had potential for the first minute or two, and then it, it just went downhill, and it wouldn't stop. And I was like, oh, my God. But the reason it's my cool of the week, I loved it. I mean, it was so crappy, and just <laughs> the, the CGI was like... Asylum Sci-Fi Channel (laughs) CGI was it was a little bit better, but
2: wow! (laughs) So good, oh my god!
3: Yes, I mean that's why I loved it. Man, I had such a good time watching this movie. I laughed my ass off through the whole thing, and it was just like, oh my god! I mean, first of all, I mean it's just I don't know how this guy can keep making movies, and who keeps giving him money? Mm -hmm. But i was just like oh man but <laughs> overall once it was said and done i mean i just sat there um there's nothing at the end of the credits so if if you guys eventually do see it right. uh the only the only thing uh, they attached this onto the movie there was a uh interview with um the guy that plays a creeper uh jonathan something i can't remember but uh he was talking about what what a good time he had making this movie, and he was so happy to get the call back to be the creeper again.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And he his his best thing he did he said was all the the line work he did when they when the scenes when they have him flying around. <laughs> okay. And that, that even that made me laugh because <laughs> oh my god when his wings came out oh no oh it, it looks so bad I mean
0: oh <laughs> like
3: in this. Yes, in in the second one, they at least kind of went. They did CGI, but they kind of did. They went the practical route. Right. This, I don't think there was any kind of, any practical effects when with his wings are flying or anything. And I was just, oh my god, it was just so crappy. And when did the creeper turn into a spy, uh, James Bond type what? of character? Because <laughs> his, I mean, just oh, quick, wow. This will be one spoiler. His truck was like a. Uh, a James Bond Austin Power spy truck with all these <laughs> gizmos and gadgets and i was like when did this happen but oh my god it it was just it was just so hilarious and so bad and it just it put a smile on my face and i haven't had that much fun in the, in the, actually in the movie theater in a long time mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Interesting. I, All right. Well, maybe we should have reviewed <laughs>
5: that one along with the gold member, huh? Well, I mean, I'm happy it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: but for those of you that did sure. miss it, because uh, it was sold out everywhere, uh, they're showing it one more time uh, next week or this week. Uh, I, I believe okay. it's either on the 4th or the 3rd or something. I, I don't know. But there's a, another one more one-night screening deal. And – if it comes around here again, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get more of my money because I, I kind of oh, want to no. see this again. You're
2: encouraging <laughs> Not this him. guy. You're encouraging him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, oh, I, man. I, I, it, it did keep a lot of people away. I mean, just because the director is and what he had done. Sure. But uh, I was shocked on how how so much people were bashing before this movie came out. And I was totally shocked that there was sold out shows everywhere because all the reviews that I was watching on uh, on YouTube mm-hmm. and reading stuff, everybody said their crowd, their their theater was sold out. Wow. So I I was like, okay, cool, but uh, yeah,
5: even bad publicity is publicity.
3: Yeah, so I think if from what everyone was saying, I think all if this next go around this week, I think all those shows are gonna be sold out as well just because everybody wants to see how bad this is now, so they can talk about it.
2: (laughs) be a cult cult classic, huh?
3: Yeah, so overall, I would say this is my cool and not-so-cool of the week.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, what a week. (laughs) All right, well then, I guess that means uh, it's time for Horror Headlines now, brought to you by Brian.
4: Spike has canceled The Mist after one season. Oh, no. Uh, uh, If you're friends with me on
3: Facebook, you've seen my rage on... Why are I, I just uh, it was stupid and but the CGI was better than Jeepers Creepers 3. But <laughs> oh, I mean, it's I don't know what they were trying to do here. They tried mm-hmm. to blend a little of the movie and then make up their own uh, little mist realm. They actually re- ne- never really showed much uh, in the movie. They showed us all the monsters and all that. And this they were just teasing us with some insects or or maybe some kind of slug. Sure. And and they never really showed anything other than those small little things. I think that the only big thing that they showed was this uh, uh, moth or something that got inside this guy, and he sprouted out moth wings, but Mm -hmm. that was it. But overall, I think what the show was, it was more of uh, how humanity handles – a crisis and how everyone just went from their everyday life to this miss coming to town and then all hell breaking loose. And then everybody fighting each other just to, uh, to stay alive. I mean, I think that's what they were focusing on the most uh, with how people were reacting, but um, it was really super slow and it was boring. Most of the episodes were boring, but, I was so sucked up into the show, I had to see how it ended. And uh, the last couple, the last couple episodes got really good, mm-hmm. and then and then it was over. So I was like, "Oh, sweet!" Uh, they left it on a good cliffhanger, and right. and then as soon as I heard this, this show was canceled. I was like, "Well, now what the fuck am I gonna do? How, how what what caused it? Because we never really they kind of hint in the movie as well in the TV show on what caused <laughs> it. It was a military project that went wrong. Right, but now we're never going to see it, so I'm just yeah, like, oh, uh,
2: yeah, that's cliffhangers. Yeah, and we uh, we spoke with Christian Torp, the showrunner, and um, curious what he's going to do next after this. I guess uh, I guess we'll keep a close eye on him. But yeah, you're right, man. I mean, it was all about building up to more of the human story than you know focusing on the monsters, and maybe that turned some people off, or maybe it's just that I guess Spike, I understand, his new uh, under new ownership. So I think they're kind of overhauling. Maybe it'll uh, end up on Netflix or Amazon or something. Yeah,
4: actually, yeah, actually, um, if anybody wants to watch the first season, it's going to be on Netflix on uh, the 24th. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, cool.
4: Yeah, I want to see it again because uh, my
3: wife, she got into it uh, at the end of the season, and I kind of just had to tell her what happened, and I think she wants to see uh, what really happened. So uh, I'm definitely going to watch the whole season again. And uh, I sat and watched uh, the movie uh, at, when I heard the the sad news that it got canceled. I, I pulled out the movie, and I sat here and watched it with my uh, my youngest son. And uh, he likes all these monster movies. He laughed at the
4: CGI, but he, he said he still liked it. hmm Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking on TV shows, the next movie to be adapted into a TV show is going to be David Cronenberg's Scanners.
2: Wow. That's could be pretty
3: good yeah uh i don't know guys <laughs> <laughs> leave, it, leave it alone <laughs> yeah i mean i love the movie the original movie was was amazing and it's a true amazing. classic i don't know about scanner cop i thought that was kind of lame but mm-hmm. um
4: <laughs> who who's gonna do this again um, from what i've read it's gonna be somebody named michael ellenberg his company media res and braun studios those are the who has the rights i've never heard of them so um right now they're in like the planning stages so i don't think uh there's even um a destination for this show even planned out yet So, so there's no network yeah not at this moment i think uh they just acquire the rights, and that's what they're they're going to do. Instead of making another movie, they're going to turn it into a TV show.
0: Okay, I think,
3: right I think if the right uh, network picks it up, I mean I think it, it can do good, but it can't be one of the major ones because they're not going to show all the 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 graphic gore. Uh, but then I who knows they might not even go that route either. But they with scanners, you kind of have to. I mean, yeah, the movie wasn't uh, as gory as, as everyone hypes it up to be. Yes, there's the exploding head and and the, the scanner battle at the end. But if you really watch that movie again, there wasn't too much uh, blood and gore except for at the beginning and the end. So who knows? We'll see. And uh, whatever comes on, I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it and uh, give my two cents after I watch it.
4: Yeah, I think we'll all check it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, next bit of news. Uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton is returning to the Terminator franchise. Yeah, from the James Cameron. Pro- yeah, yeah, James Cameron produced uh, next movie, which will uh, take place after the second one. So I guess they're erasing all the other ones.
0: Again?
4: Yeah. <laughs> and they've um already dropped a release date for the movie, July twenty sixth, twenty
0: nineteen. Huh.
3: Okay. So
4: did they put their differences
3: differences aside? Uh Cameron and uh Hamilton?
4: Um, apparently I know he's not gonna be directing. He's gonna be producing. The director's gonna be um I can't remember his name. Tim Miller is that his name? He was a okay. uh, he directed Deadpool. What? Yeah, the first Deadpool uh, director is oh, going to be wow. directed this okay. one. Okay, that
2: should so. be
5: interesting. Is it got Arnold?
4: Yeah, apparently he's going to return in this one, but not as a Terminator. So, oh uh, okay. And oh. apparently, apparently Cameron has a way to explain Arnold's age in the movie. So. Hmm. Here we go so again. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be Uncle Bob. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, Uncle Bob. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know what to think of this. I like Linda Hamilton coming back. I like the fact that it's erasing the, the horrible Terminator sequels. I guess. But, But at the same time, it seemed like this franchise should have been done and over with a long time ago. Yeah. So okay, I, think, I guess, go ahead.
3: I think I'm one of the few, but I liked all the other ones that came out after. I mean, uh,
2: yeah, I, I liked them okay. I,
4: Rise nobody, of the Machines. Yep. Genesis. That one, I, that one I hated. I hated Rise of the Machines.
5: Oh, <laughs> yeah, Ryan. I I thought Genesis was okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I didn't hate it. Everybody hated it, but I I liked it.
2: Yeah, I. And didn't, I ha- I didn't hate any. The first two were far and away the best, but I didn't think they well, like yeah. went totally downhill or anything.
3: I just watched uh, Salvation and that's probably my least favorite, but I mean, I still enjoyed that one as well, but Yeah. Did, did any of you guys uh watch the TV show, the two seasons
4: they had? No, uh, I never uh, the did. Sarah Connor Chronicles? Yeah. I've never uh, finished it. I dug it. Yeah. Uh, I saw like the a- first couple episodes.
3: What's her face? Is uh, Sarah?
4: Seriously?
3: Yeah. Um, I liked it. I mean, I have. I. I just bought. I recently just bought uh, both seasons on Blu-ray. Um, I really enjoyed it, and it did leave you off at a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and I was just so mad. And I remember I met um Linda is it Headley. Is that how you say her last Lena, name? Lena Headley. Lena. Lena Headley. Uh, I met her at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and. I, this is before I was all about Game of Thrones because I, I knew nothing about it. Everybody else was it was kissing her ass over that show, but I was talking to her about Three Hundred and uh, some other movie she was in,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I, I did throw a question about her. I said, "So what's happening with the uh, Terminators?" She just said, "I don't know." She goes, <laughs> I, "I don't know." That that was that, that was all she said. Right. I was like, "Okay, thanks," <laughs> but uh, she was really
4: cool. She was nice. That's cool. All right, release date again, July 26, 2019. All right. On to the next thing. Uh, Larry Cohen, who is the writer and producer of the original Maniac Cop, says the remake is not happening, which was supposed to be directed by
2: mm-hmm.
4: Lance. Help me out. I keep messing up on this guy, Nicholas Winding.
2: Winding Riffin or something like that. Yeah, he's not, yeah. He's not my favorite. I it's, Everybody just went nuts about Drive. I thought it was so-so. And then some of the movies he, he makes are just kind of, I, I just don't get it. I mean, a lot of people really love him. He does have a good visual style, but the storytelling to me is always, doesn't really grab me too much. Um, I can't think of what it was called, but he did he did make one that I liked quite a bit. I think it only had like two pages of dialogue in the whole movie. But it had the dude who plays uh, Hannibal in the TV show, and he, I think his character's name was One Eye or something. Uh, it was kinda set back mm-hmm. in the Middle Ages. You got you guys seen that one? You know what I'm talking about?
4: Yeah, I do. It was like super violent.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I like yeah. the visual style of it. But anything else he's done, like like a couple of the ones that he's done with uh uh oh what's his name? Gosling? Uh, yeah. Nah, not so much, man.
4: Well, uh, he was all set to do the remake of Maniac Cop, but I guess that's shut down, not happening.
2: Mm-hmm. That, so, that would have been a weird that would have been a weird choice, I think, for directing Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, um, and, uh, let's see. On to our last thing. Um, some more IT news. Uh, IT Chapter 2 officially confirmed September 6, 2019. Nice. And uh, yeah, Ways to it, go. And it is now, because I know uh, Philip, you were talking about, you heard on the radio they were arguing about the whole Highest grossing horror movie compared oh, oh, to yeah. Jaws, it is uh-huh. now officially the highest grossing because it surpassed a uh, five hundred million. Wow! Ooh, look out,
5: good movie.
4: You yep. know, I just and... saw that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about I'm about to about to take my wife here to see it. So nice. Uh, and I believe, yep, that is all the news we have.
2: All right. So uh, I guess we know what time it is now, right, Nez?
3: Yes. uh little trip down to the trailer
4: park.
2: Uh, Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week?
4: The first one we're going to talk about is the new Amazon Prime show, Lore, starring Haley Finnegan, Caroline Arapour, Arapoglu, Mark <laughs> that- Ashworth, and Robert Patrick. Hmm. So um, what did you guys think?
2: I don't know. Kevin, have you ever heard the podcast before?
4: No, I haven't.
2: Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never listened to it. I guess they deal with like uh, urban legends and things like that. It looked pretty interesting to me. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it looks like it was only going to be six episodes. So that's pretty easy to stick with. I kind of this- like
5: that documentary looking style they got going. That, that, that seems like it'll be uh, fun to watch.
2: Is this
4: one
3: movie or is it like a, a
4: series? It's a series. It's gonna be like I believe six episodes. I think. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought
3: it was gonna be like an anthology type movie. Um. Right. But yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Looks interesting. I'll definitely uh, check it out. I, I'm kind of interested in that whole uh, Robert the Doll story. I mean, I have a little reading on that. I haven't watched any of the, the movies because I hear that. It, they're not very good, but um,
4: yeah, I'm definitely gonna
3: check this out.
4: Cool. Yeah, I also like the tagline: uh, "The scariest stories are the true ones." Okay. So yeah. Definitely uh, got my attention. I'll definitely, and I'm, I'll give the podcast a listen to. A couple of people I know said they really enjoy listening to the old oh. folk fol- folklore tales and stuff like right. that. So,
2: hey, this would be right up D- uh, Denny's alley, man. With uh, After Midnight, do yeah, Yep.
4: I think I so. Think he's even Den- covered
2: a few of these stories
4: yeah Denny let us know what you think about the trailer
2: yeah we we'll uh, seems like yeah, something that you'd get into
4: the show is going to be on Amazon Prime October the 13th Friday the 13th alright cool Moving on to our next trailer will be the new Netflix movie, another Stephen King movie, "1922," uh, starring Tom Jane. I guess he's not going by Thomas Jane no more. Okay. Caitlin Bernard and Bruce Blaine, directed by Zach Hilditch. Um, this one
3: look, this, this one looks cool. I mean, I like just the whole. Does Tom Jane and Stephen King? Are they buddies? Because what? Is this like the third thing he's been in, Stephen king was. Oh, yeah. Watched?
2: He was in The Mist, right?
3: Yeah, and I just watched um, Dreamcatcher, so he oh, was also right. in that. Oh,
2: yeah. The guys at the crowded room just talked about Dreamcatcher, Kev.
3: Yeah, that was, that was why I watched it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was that the only reason, or did you actually like it?
3: <laughs> oh, I liked it. I mean, it, it, it took me a couple of times. The first time I saw it in the theater, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Right. With the whole uh, the the shit monster or whatever that was,
0: <laughs>
3: but uh, I
4: I liked it. Yeah, this looks interesting. I mean, did you did anybody check out Gerald's game? Not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I liked it. I yep. thought it was decent. Yeah, I mean, I I never read the I'd read never read the story, so I'm just basing it off the movie. But I thought I thought it was good.
2: Cool. Yeah, it was definitely one of his shorter novels, so if you guys want to get started on some Stephen King, that, that one might be a good one to
4: start with. Has, has anybody read this one?
2: Oh, yeah, I read it when it first came out.
4: So what I, what can we expect from this?
2: Uh, oh, you mean 1922? Yeah. I think that was a short story, wasn't it? I, I have read I'm it. I'm not sure. I uh, read pretty much everything everything he's written, but this doesn't stand out to me, so it must not have really made that much of an impression on me. Okay, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a short story. Seemed like I, I found this one a little boring, if I remember correctly. But you know, <laughs> who knows? Man, could could be a really good movie.
5: It looks cool. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah I I, I'm gonna check it out.
4: Yeah, me too. It looked like it, it, it might be a slow burn, but it look mm-hmm. it looks really interesting. So um, that will be on Netflix October twentieth. Nice.
2: Netflix is doing one
4: Stephen King movie a month. It seems like, huh? Almost. That's cool. And uh, on to our final trailer, which is Creek Two, starring Mark Duplass, Desiree, Ockhaven, and Karen Sunny, directed by Patrick Rice. Hmm.
2: I love the um, first one. Do they really need a second one?
4: Um, <laughs> honestly, the first one ended <laughs> just right. Honestly, if if it's gonna be on par with the first one, I'm totally down with this. I I really like the first one.
5: I never saw it, but I kind of want to now. This uh, it looks interesting. I yep. I I'm a sucker for those dumbfound
4: footage movies, man. Yeah, the first one's on Netflix.
5: Oh, I'm gonna check it
2: out. All right, cool. So I think that was the the last trailer. So uh, Philip,
5: we got any listener feedback this week? Chag Pino says, "Spies like us. I like where your heart's at." <laughs> uh, it, Chapter Two, uh, officially confirmed for September 6, 2019. Uh, I was in the news. Um, Gene Turner says, Damn, that's a long time to wait. And uh, Ryan Stevens loved it. Reminded me very much of a Nightmare on Elm Street film. Okay. Hmm. See that? Uh, and then this week, we want to give a fellow podcaster shout out to the Padded Room. Uh Lance, you were talking about those guys earlier. Oh yeah, these guys are a blast, man. Yeah. Th- these guys are uh great fun to listen to, and they cover a number of horror movies, both new and old. Check out the padded room podcast on iTunes, etc. Uh, or you can go to the Facebook page, uh the padded the padded room podcast inmate recreational area. That's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> And uh, that's it this week for uh, listener feedback. Thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. As always, you can uh, reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us directly at the Horror Returns or go to iTunes and leave a a review, please, please, please. Uh, We love to hear from you. Cool.
2: All right. So here we go with our uh, episode four recap from our friends at Zach Baxter for American Horror Story. And then we'll be right back with the reviews.
1: Everybody, it's Zach Baxter with the Knights of the Drunk Watch. We are doing this solo podcast style because our camera and computer just, just suck. They just stink. So bad. So let's do a quick introduction since you can only hear us and not see us. Sorry for everybody who watches this after show on video. You're just going to see a beautiful picture of us smiling. Uh, so I'm Zach Baxter. I'm Andrew.
6: Crystal. Kate.
1: And we're here with our after show, recap show, review of American Horror Story, episode four, titled Eleven Nine. Did you start a tower? Oh, no. Nope. So start okay. giving us nuggets, uh, Kate. Okay.
6: So, we kind of go through, we do a lot of flashbacks in this episode, and we see, essentially, Kai recruiting. Um, so, it's him recruiting kind of all the characters we've seen before. So, I want to talk about who is in the cult. Um, so, the one person we don't see him recruiting in this, in this episode is Winter, um, but the assumption is she's just the first one, I guess. Maybe. We see that yeah. already? I mean, but not the actual work, like, not him saying I have these ideas and I want you to join me. See, I,
1: uh, I don't know. Well, the I thing didn't is, is, this would be controversial. Would
6: there be a either. special
7: relationship? Yeah, without the video, should we carry? Should we hold the scary
1: uh, baby stick? You know? uh, no, it, it, peps, yeah. it scares the fuck out of me anyway.
7: <laughs> uh, because I, if if they're brother and sister. She may not have to really be part of his cult because they're already family.
6: But the thing is, is And that and later obviously on they're list, very
7: opposite politically speaking. Right. Yeah. And
6: I, that's also another nugget that I've got. But I not everyone's on
7: the same side yeah. when they join the cult. Right. So. That, and that's
6: that's like maybe the last nugget or the second last nugget. Um but winter well, let's keep talking. Okay, so we're unsure about Winter. Which mm. how actually, she fits
1: into the grand scheme of, of things. things. I almost want to go back to my original theory that, that they're the same person.
6: No. Uh, oh, because
1: no. now that we know that Winter met Ivy at before election night yeah. at, a, at a protest.
6: Then <sighs> why would Kai have spilled coffee on Ivy? Yeah. And Ivy not recognizes him.
1: Well, Ivy is gonna, clearly has been acting this whole time, y'all.
6: Yeah, but what is even the clearly? Point of
1: that? No, clearly Ivy has Winter in the house for a reason now.
6: Yeah, Wait, but so
7: if they're the same person, are they Winter or are they Kai? Who's the real person? We don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have an answered for
1: that.
6: I but think that's nonsense. Because, I'm because confused by we've it
7: seen different way. people interact with both of them. The only time we see them together is when they're alone. Yes. Okay. So, you know, is this Edward Norton or is this
1: Brad Pitt? Yeah. You know, but
0: yeah.
1: you know I just They both the seem no. I mean in this episode they seem to have the same type of language mm-hmm. and they both made people do similar well, types I mean, of they things. We're
7: raised in the same house. If they're brother and sister Why did this stop? Oh geez. I mean what if they are twins?
6: Yeah, they could be twins. They could twins. be twins. I believe that they're twins. But I don't believe that they're the same person. No, I don't All think right. they're the same person either. I think... So, okay. Nope. You can keep going. No, I thought, I thought, I'm done. Okay. So, I mean, with the start of the... I, I, I started with Winter just because we didn't see her. We uh, saw... So
7: Real quick, the I mean, part of the conceit of... You know, you're thinking they're the same person a la Fight Club. Right, yeah. Right. Part right. of that is the only time we saw them together was when they were alone. Um, like, we never saw Brad Pitt with someone else. Right. Have we seen yeah.
6: Kai and, uh, and Winter with other people? Together? Yeah. No, no. Not together. Okay. Still don't believe it, but okay. Next is... So, <laughs> the people that Kai actually talked to during this episode were... Harrison, Beverly, Meadow, and Gary. Those are the people that he spoke to. So
1: Harrison and Meadow are the neighbors.
6: Yeah.
1: Gary is the, one, the person that works at Mr. Fields or Fields yeah. Grocery. Uh, yeah. right.
6: And Beverly... Beverly
1: is, is the news reporter right. who mm-hmm. went derailed after her...
6: After her, her grabbed mu- the pussy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so he starts with Harrison and Beverly... No. Meadow is the only one that he hasn't, like, been around or enticed violence for. Because Harrison, he, you know, he gets Harrison to murder Vinny. Beverly, Uh he murders Serena and the cameraman, or Uh the clowns do. Uh Uh-huh. And then Gary gets him to cut his own arm off. Meadow... It, I'm not sure about. It. I had her on the possible until they were in the basement together. Well, yeah, that so was confusing. Andrew's
7: point. I and Meadow's like, done a, done the pinky thing. You yeah, but, of but yeah.
6: we haven't seen him in sight or commit violence. No, but just in sight because Kai hasn't really done. He has not. He has yet to actually do it. Kai's never mind. done anything. We have seen he's him. them yeah. To do it. Yes. Um, yeah. And so as Kai,
7: anyway. I as think he's Kai, done it yeah. as a clown.
6: Um. So, but with Meadow, all we've seen is him telling her that her drawings are great and she should be an artist. Yes. But we haven't seen. so it's,
1: of, of Scary Clowns. But like, yes. Andrew's point to last week, I think, was there maybe there's the cult proper and then cult adjacent. We're like... Cult spouses. Right. So, and Meadow would be a cult spouse, right? Yes. So, she's in on it, but she's not like the main
7: character. Well, I mean, that's not what I was thinking, that it was like there's the cult. And then they have to, like, brainwash the spouses, not to be part of the cult, but, like, to be, like, perfect spouses. They're not actually part of the cult. Like, in the Stepford Wives, they were actually uh switched out for androids. But, But, you know...
6: (laughs) My question is, is, are the cult spouses... I mean, I think the difference would be, do they know about the cult and they're just oblivious, or...
7: that's my that, that was only based on trying to think what the f- hell were they doing yeah. to Allie. Allie had nothing to do with anything in this episode. Right. It was just the cult. So I, it seems more like a Manson-like cult, as very far as cults so. go. Yeah.
6: <laughs> so I think, I think, honestly, I think what it is is that one person gets very into it and has to convince their spouse to do it. And so we've seen Harrison is full into it and meadow is along for the like she she saw the body she saw what's going on and she hasn't run away yet she is not as driven to need someone murdered yet
7: but no right but i don't think well first of all i don't think she has anyone to kill second of all i think that's true i don't don't think a spouse has anything to do with it i think harrison was recruited meadow kind of came along for the ride he hasn't recruited Meadow right yet. Yeah, so she's kind of because like she's part of the cult. She's hanging out in the basement. She's doing the pinkie square she's stuff. She's seen the murder, but, but she she wasn't committed to the cult. Like she wasn't in. She wasn't recruited for the cult. She hasn't been
6: indoctrinated. But
7: she hasn't been indoctrinated the same way that Harrison and and Beverly Beverly, Beverly, Beverly have.
6: Were. Yeah, Beverly have. Okay. But. That's because they had a serious... So maybe we haven't seen Meadows' problem yet. Because both Harrison and Beverly had a problem. Yes. And Kai fixed it. But but I I I wonder
7: if... if, if, Well, and Kai fixed Allie's problem, too. But, um when he called off all the protesters. Yeah. But...
6: But he also fixed... Gary was Ivy's problem because they kidnapped her. Yeah. They kidnapped Gary to start with. Ivy and
7: Winter take care of him.
6: Right, which brings us back to the Fight Club situation.
7: Oh. But, I mean, you'd almost have to go back and watch this episode and see the relationship between... Because if... Kai and Winter are the same person and we're only seeing them through different lenses, mm-hmm. through through the magic of television, they they have to be the same person to the In characters reality. of the show. So that means that whoever was buying tape comes back with a saw yeah, we yeah, see that it as Winter matter. and Kai, yeah, it but in, oh, that doesn't in, make
6: sense. In okay. the world
7: of the show, it's got to be the same person. Like, yeah, Gary has to be seeing a singular person. Whether it's Kai, yeah, who's buying tape and then brings back us, or it's Winter who's buying tape and then Winter comes back with that's the cell. That's a really good
6: point because I think that if they were the same person, Gary wouldn't have this switch because this would still be the person that kidnapped him and tied him up. And now they come back and say, But if you cut your arm off
7: And can- Winter ties them up because she's pro Clinton, you know, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And Kai comes back and he's like pro Trump and says, You gotta vote you know, so Whereas the reason he's tied up is because he was a pussy grabbing asshole. Yeah,
6: yeah. and so we can go to the the possible, which I we're not convinced. We haven't seen Ivy talk to Kai yet. No, and so she, in my mind, is a possible cult person.
0: Mm.
7: Or it could be that Winter is like on her own little mission with yeah with Ivy.
6: I mean, if Winter's like you like know, maybe Kai's you know, in conjunction one, with.
7: Kai, but like, you know, like because if they're like the dynamic duo yeah. Kai's going around and doing his like yeah. canvas recruiting mm-hmm. and then she's like doing this one little thing that's yeah. leading to the ghost lighting of Ally. Yeah. You know? I mean, it might be a different
6: No, but see, now So you don't uh, think that Ivy is just straight recruiting again? You no. For a I,
1: different I, purpose? Just, because the neighbors are in on with Winter. When they came in, the lights went out, Harrison came and gave, fed Allie all these yeah, lies. Fed all the lies. I felt like they were together, I felt like Winter and Harrison were on the same page.
6: I don't, I mean, I'm not saying they're not on the
1: same page. I'm just saying that what
7: Winter's doing with Ivy might be her own little side it's not mission.
6: straight cult, it is. Like, like, cult like he's adjacent. like, like
7: Kai says, you, like, you know, they're, you know, they're like these little, like, I don't know, twinsy sibling, whatever. Uh. And Kai's, like, going out in the world and cr- cr- getting his followers. But he sent Winter on us, like, a little side mission just to do her own little thing.
6: Okay. Um, I want to talk about... There are a couple other things I want to talk about. Um, so my one question is I'm a little bit confused about the people that Kai is recruiting. Mm-hmm. Because he... And to be fair, this may be... No, because so far, we've seen him recruit Harrison, and I'm not sure who Harrison was voting for. Because uh, we, we saw them all he, vote. He yeah. did not so vote all vote. Though. We, yeah. we could
7: have seen it. We could have seen but it. He didn't vote
6: for Trump. But he didn't vote for Trump. He recruits Gary, who super wa- voted for Trump. Yeah, very much um, so. He recruits Beverly, who I don't know if we saw her vote. I don't think so. can't. Imagine. No, we did. We did. We saw her vote, yeah. and then, Beverly? You know, yeah, we, saw her. Yeah, we saw her in the booth. I don't know if Ivy we saw her pick. And Meadow were all, I think,
7: Hillary. No, Meadow voted for
6: Oprah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Meadow voted for Oprah. So he is, is, I'm just, I mean, and, you know, maybe Kai, obviously Kai is not just, like, straight political, but who is he, how is he... Finding people and recruiting them for the cult. Like, what he's are
7: violent. the? I mean, everyone he's he's recruited has felt like it. There's nothing left. I've been oppressed. Like that, you know. It's I feel like, like humiliation
6: is a big thing for him. Yeah, because he brings up to himself. Yeah. There's nothing yes. worse than a humiliated yes. man. And Beverly was humiliated. Harrison was, was humiliated. humiliated. He even brought up with Gary his humiliation was his like having been humiliated as a white straight working mm, man. Exactly. So then I guess what my question is is how does this work as a cult and not a one-on-one Kai and member situation?
1: I don't understand the question. Like,
6: because it's a like I feel like a cult is a group activity. Yeah, <laughs> and so how do you get all of these different, very, very different members well, I, I think, to work together well, to the I same because The goal,
7: the goal is to get Kai to be a councilman, well, <laughs> and,
6: and, and
7: to, to be president yeah. of
0: the United States. You okay, know? Well, you know,
7: like, like, you know, I mean, Kai is like all for Trump, but not necessarily for political reasons. Just like, where did Trump come from? He came out of, you know, business and reality shows.
6: Yeah.
7: And everyone thought it was a joke. And all of a sudden, he's president of the United States. Right. So Kai could just come. he could rise. He's like, he wants to change the world.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
6: I mean, he even says in the episode, and now we know anything is possible. Right. Well,
1: and he's trying to manufacture this fear. That's the tool he's going to use to squeeze himself up to the top. Yeah. So yeah. he's manufacturing these clowns, and manufacturing this—well, vi- it's not manufacturing. they are committing crimes, but they're doing them in the intent to incite fear in the community, and then hopefully he can—he can wedge himself in where he's the only person that can stop it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what we saw so next week.
6: Talking about the clowns, we saw in the flashbacks, we saw right. the—I um, know uh, the three clowns who attacked. Um, Serena and the cameraman were two men and a woman, yeah, woman. And so, who do you think they are?
7: I think that's Kai Harrison and, and Meadow. Meadow. Me too. And yeah. it might be a she. No, Winter. For- Winter. No, I think it's Meadow. No, I think Meadow. it's Meadow. I think it's Meadow. Yeah,
6: I don't think Meadow would be. I think Winter would be more involved in a murder than Meadow. No, I
3: think Meadow. Uh, is I don't all think Winter. Once you get
7: them all dressed up, Meadow probably thought you know would would, would go for. It. I don't think. No, because I think think Meadow seems to have, I mean, Winter seems to have her own place in Kai's world. Yeah. As his sister.
6: Yeah. Okay. So that she's
7: not, she's not down, you know, doing the, you know.
6: I'm not convinced. I don't think,
1: I don't think Winter is killing people.
6: I don't think she is either.
1: I don't think she's ever killed anybody before.
6: But she's so into like the dark web and the watching. No, she said, "Have you ever? Have you ever
1: seen a dead body?" That's her thing. I think she likes to watch,
6: but not do. But
7: not do. I mean, she's certainly part of the puzzle. But I mean, I don't think she's.
6: But I feel like she's such the first. Okay, so you think that Meadow just fully bought in? Yeah,
7: Well, first of all, the clown, the female clown in that Mm -hmm. segment. Is also one of the clowns that kills the Changs. Right. Yes. And Winter was not there. She was with
6: yes. Ozzy. Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy, Okay. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. We all learned something.
1: Alright, so that's our time actually So yeah. if you like this podcast version yes, of our video Or if you like this podcast version right. of the podcast Make sure to go to the Zach Baxter channel on YouTube And give us a subscribe We also do live streams every Tuesday on Facebook So go over to our Facebook at It's Zach Baxter And find us there, like us And get notified when we have new live streams happening And also if you want to see all the uncensored And unedited videos of us, go over to our Patreon page and give us one dollar, and you get access to all of our content. All right. Uh, thanks to the Horror Returns for having us on their podcast. Let's all raise our glass and we're going to say, You're the nights to the Drunk Watch. And, and now, now our talk, our talk has ended. ended. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday.
2: All right folks, and so uh now of course it's time for our featured attractions. Um it is uh going back to 1990 for the classic some would say classic flatliners and 2017 for possibly a maybe a new classic, Kevin, you think? <laughs>
3: I guess, I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's
3: promising.
5: All right,
2: <laughs> All right. as I a- as always, we'll start with a little trivia. Uh, the original Flatliners, nineteen ninety, director uh, Joel Schumacher, um, also known for one of my other favorite—I uh, well, was going to say '80s films, but uh, films in that era, of The Lost Boys. Uh, Nez, you're a big fan of Lost Boys, right? Oh hell yeah! That what was about? an awesome movie. Brian Phillip, you guys—you uh, guys like that one?
4: It is oh, yeah. one of my probably my favorite vampire movie.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I, I was I was thinking about Lost Boys the whole time I was watching this uh, the nineteen ninety version of uh, Flatliners. I got that vibe got the, too. Got that. It's got that same like
2: craziness going. Mm-hmm. The uh, writer for Flatliners was uh, Peter Filardi, also known for The Craft. Uh, Val Kilmer actually turned down the role of Nelson Wright, which in the end went to Kiefer Sutherland. Probably would have been the same.
0: <laughs>
2: he came back for uh, Batman Forever. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: oh, <yeah. laughs> that
3: was
5: a mistake. Nipples and all.
2: Producer uh, Michael Douglas had previously starred in a film in the same uh, basic genre in Michael Crichton's Coma. That was in 1978. And this was one of a handful of films in a mini cycle of Hollywood pictures. That were all released in 1990, which dealt with the theme of afterlife and near-death experiences. Uh, the other ones included Ghost and uh, Jacob's Ladder. Uh, hey, have you guys seen Jacob's Ladder?
4: Yeah, I've seen it.
2: Actually, no. No? No,
3: never seen it. Uh, Nez? That movie's awesome. I love it. It's nice. real slow, I but I love it. Yep. I've
5: heard a lot of good things. i got to check it out.
2: Yeah, man, Gre- greed, totally, hundred um, percent. So anyway, we'll get into our uh, our talk here. We'll start with the nineteen ninety movie. Nez, our guest, would you like to take the throne? Yes. Uh,
3: I loved it. Uh, I thought it was awesome movie. Uh, I saw it when it came out, and um, I just everything it was. I mean, it's got the the Joel Schumacher. Uh, style that he does with all his movies. He's, le- he's real uh, into colors. I've noticed that. If you've seen his Batman movies, are real colorful. And uh, I, I like what he did with this. Like w- During the normal lighting, it was just kind of normal when you went into the... Uh, um, not really the dream stage, but uh, when whatever was coming after each character, you notice mm-hmm. that all the light would turn blue. And uh, I like I just what he does with that. He's done his lighting in... in- numerous other movies that he's done um, but as far as characters I am not a Julia Roberts fan at all uh, me neither I can take her or leave her I mean she I loved her in Aaron Brockovich that's probably like my favorite movie that she's done mm-hmm. but I just, I just it was just kind of hard to, to see her in this I mean even back then I wasn't that big of a fan of hers but everyone else um, Kiefer Sutherland uh, Kevin Bacon awesome uh, William Baldwin, he, he, that, that, <laughs> he, he he's he all there. right. <laughs> he was there, and, uh, but I liked him in Backdraft, and uh, Oliver Platt, I, I like him in just about everything he does. Sure, uh, yeah. But I mean, it, it was good. It was a good um, take, and yeah, I, I didn't never really put the um, coma uh, spin on into this one. I mean, i seen Coma a long time ago. That was the uh, what late seventies, early eighties, maybe? I just remember mm-hmm. Michael Douglas was in it. I think that's the one. Um, yeah,
2: seventy-eight. I think it said.
3: Yeah, I mean, this movie was good for the time when it came out. Um, I liked the idea. Uh, I liked what they were doing. It was it was real edgy. Um, not to get into the new one, we'll, we'll we'll get there later. But I'll bring this up again. But um. I mean, I liked this movie all the way through. I mean, this movie was awesome. I liked each character. Uh, it was just Julia Roberts that I had a problem with. But she was good in this movie. I can give it that.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind her in this one. Mm-mm.
2: No, I thought she was okay. I thought I thought everybody played their part. I really liked uh, Oliver Platt. Uh, had some great com- comic relief, which was, you know, there were a couple of really intense parts of the movie
5: where where I really appreciated that. Yeah, Uh the bald was kind of a
4: douchebag and had a, a
5: a little bit too big of a part in the movie for his uh, <laughs> acting ability. Actually.
4: Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was probably the that was probably the one character I didn't care about in this movie. Was, yeah, uh, he was he was Baldwin number five or whatever he is. <laughs> oh,
5: boohoo! You nailed a bunch of chicks and they're all coming back to haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that part of
3: that character just seemed like they just. Uh, hey, we need to add someone else, so uh, let's just throw this in. Yeah, that that kind of really did do yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Did, did, make, did,
3: biggest dish bag we can
4: find. Did they really haunt him, though? I know, right? Because <laughs> you, you got Kiefer Sutherland, he's got Billy Mahoney just beating the shit beating out of him, like, every night.
5: Right. Right. <laughs> and this guy's got, like, naked chicks saying, why did you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> he
2: got He got off a little light, didn't he?
5: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that was
2: just more of his
3: conscience uh, coming after him, right? But his, yeah, his his job was to film, and if you noticed, the camera was always pointing down. Every time something was going on, he like missed all the exciting stuff. And then one of them would go film it. Then he would bring the camera up, and I was like, he, he was just taking up
2: space. Oh man, I didn't even notice that man. But now that. Now that you bring that up, that he he was like the worst cameraman ever. <laughs> in fact, even in his hey, you know he was such a bad cameraman that even in his sex tapes, all you could see was his was his fucking back and the back of his head. <laughs> I didn't see any titties or anything. Come on, man.
5: <laughs> he would do terrible in a found footage movie. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, I'm glad it was the, the 90s and it was the, the video cameras were smaller cuz if it was in the 80s it would have been those big giant uh shoulder held ones. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: With a harness and everything, right?
3: Yeah, and the whole battery pack on the
2: side. <laughs> oh man. Well, what what did you guys what did you guys think about the uh I mean, the general idea? Do you think you think they were really seeing the afterlife or you think it was just you know, their own guilts that were in their own mind coming back at them?
3: I thought it was more of, um, like, like you said, their guilt and their, their mm-hmm. conscience. I mean, I, I mean, that's what I thought. I mean, I, I'm not too sure, but it was supposedly the afterlife of, of how they lived and uh, people that were gone that, were, that was coming after them. Well, I guess it wasn't people really gone that was coming after them. Some of them were gone, but not, uh, not the characters. Like the, um, the girl that uh, Kevin Bacon was tormenting at, as a young kid, uh, mm-hmm. She was still alive, so that was there, and all the women that uh, Baldwin was banging—they they were all still around. I think it was mainly just uh, Kiefer's character of uh, the little kid that they tortured, and when he fell out of the tree. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was just—I mean, I think out of anything, it was more um, just based around his story, and they kind of just threw in everyone else's um, mm-hmm. little little problems that they had growing up.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty well done. I mean, I really, um, I thought especially for for 1990, the special effects were good. Like you said, I hadn't really really realized so much uh, the the colors that Schumacher used. But now that you mention it, you know, you could kind of tell when they were in that realm because of the way he you know he changed the color to to reset the scene. I saw this probably mm-hmm. four or five times in the in the movie theater. Um, for some reason, it was always a, uh, a date movie for me. So I don't know if I was trying oh, there you to go. do my best William Baldwin there or what. But uh, I remember taking a, a video camera. Time. Yeah. No, no video camera involved, man. But I, I remember it was a date movie for at least two or three different dates. But um, <laughs> it seemed like it stayed in the theater for a pretty long time. If I remember correctly, um, this one and then uh, Aliens, the, the James Cameron one mm-hmm. um, seemed like those two movies. I, I probably saw those in the theater like five times each easily. So I, I think they—they they probably both had pretty good runs. I mean, do you guys know what this did box office wise or anything, Kevin?
3: Oh, I have no idea. But I'm um, looking it up. I I, see, I don't know what came out the, the the time this came out, but I remember um, everyone talking about it, saying all mm-hmm. oh, this new movie uh, about the afterlife and everything. And I do remember the the just. I mean, there was no social media or anything, so it was all just around the water cooler type of talking. Sure. Um, yeah, a lot of people did see it, so but I, 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 mean, I assume it did good. I'm not too sure because then again, I really don't know uh, what it opened up against,
4: so I, I don't remember. Yeah, it it made sixty one million off of a twenty six million dollar budget.
5: Hmm. Not too. Not, not too bad, bad for that. Yeah. Well, it had a hell of a cast, man! I forgot. Oh how no, many kidding! Were in. Like Kevin Bacon showed up, and I was like, "Holy shit, I forgot about him." Mm-hmm. All I remembered was Chris Evans. So uh, that was that was pretty cool. And I think, like you said, man, everybody did a great job, uh, with the exception of the of the Baldwin dude. And uh, <laughs> uh,
4: where where was this movie set?
2: Well, it was a college. Was it like in Cal- uh, California or like up on the on the West
4: Coast? I think because I haven't seen this movie in a while and there was a scene where a cop car drove by and it was doing that like uh, <laughs> right. you know what I mean yeah.
3: uh, I thought they were like in Washington no I'm thinking of the new one
4: um, I mean, London? I was just really I don't, know. I don't know I was confused and they were in like mm-hmm. the creepiest like medical school ever because it was always dark and gloomy and like right. they never had lights on
2: Statues all around and shit. Yeah, <laughs> weird artwork. <laughs> it's like a museum, museum slash uh, hospital, huh?
4: Yeah, and this is, I guess
5: this is people like to throw away like fog machines in the alley. Yeah, and this <laughs> this right.
4: is this is not a big thing either. But the scene where Kevin Bacon basically gets the medicals or he gets suspended uh-huh. from school. Yeah. Sure. Why is he propelling out the window?
5: Oh come on, man! <laughs> That's so much to do. don't, you, don't you? That's a good question. The,
2: those crazy college days—it's gotta like yeah, uh, Val Filmer and I'm Real Genius or something. I'm going, because because
4: <laughs> he had full climbing gear and everything with the harness and ropes. I'm like, later on in the movie, you see Julia Roberts <laughs> leave out the door in the same building, <laughs> right? So I don't know, but yeah, I was really confused at where this was set because it just. I don't know, by the buildings, and uh, mm-hmm. they never really said where the college was.
3: Oh, they were um, they were in Chicago, because I remember ah, they were talking okay. They were talking about the L, which is their subway system. And,
0: oh, that's and
4: right. That's okay. Right.
3: Yeah, okay. It, 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 Chicago, and I remember one of the museums or whatever they came out of, uh, my brother used to live in Chicago, and I remember him saying, oh, that's where they film Flatliners, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, thinking about it. Just out because I was beating my brain like where the hell was I remember seeing it and uh yeah
5: it yeah, was I, sure. I think you definitely have to suspend a little belief on some of your parts on this one well sure. I, it, that's why I don't really read too much into the you know was it their conscious or you know was it their conscience that was hitting them or was it a ghost or you know any of that mm-hmm. because that, i I don't think the, the film is deep enough to look that far into it okay um, fair enough. <laughs> and keeper sutherland was was a little bit in debt for me i mean he pulled it off but it's a little much
2: yeah hey let, let me ask you guys a question um when you guys were watching this movie did you who did you which actor out of the five do you think looked the youngest
4: i said julia mm-hmm. yeah gotta go yeah, julia yeah. okay i'm gonna I'm I'm a go with julia
2: well, I, yeah, I was I was kind of going in a different direction. I thought uh, I'm I'm beginning to wonder if Kevin Bacon ages, because uh, this dude was actually ten. I was looking it up; he was actually ten years older than than all than all the other actors in the group.
5: Oh and, wow, yeah, because he was going to be my next one.
2: Yeah, I mean, to me, he looked the youngest. But if you guys see see him now, like in the following and stuff like that, this dude still looks young, man. Yeah, <laughs> the darkness.
5: Uh, the oh. Uh. Uh, 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 <laughs> Forgot about that. Look, when you do eight thousand movies, there's bound to be a few dead. <laughs> what hey, Chuck. I mean,
3: the star of this movie was Kevin Bacon's hair. Man, it just looked
2: awesome. Oh, Eighties <laughs> hair all the way, huh? <laughs> yeah. He was in the nineties, but his hair decided to hang back a little bit, huh?
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's how his hair was in uh, uh in um the one of the big worms, uh, tremors. It was uh, oh, a yeah, like for
0: that. Sure.
2: Yeah. Tremors.
3: <laughs> but I mean, I overall, I mean, I, I did, I love this movie. It was, um, uh, it, it is a classic. I can mm-hmm. say that. Um, and it was, it was different for especially for early nineties was in 90, uh, for the, for the nineties. And it, it was cool. I mean, especially, um, with all these eighties stars that, still wanted to be. They're still big names now. I don't know about the Baldwin guy, but the rest yeah. of them are. I mean, they're all still relevant, but um, it was cool for them to, from the, the little young roles they did in the 80s and then rolling into 90s and the growing into their big boy panties and all that. So, but yeah, I liked all of them. Kiefer Sutherland, uh, he's an amazing actor. I, I, I loved him just about everything he's done, but in this movie, man, he was kind of bugging me because I what just we just got off of uh, fucking David from Lost Boys and Doc yes, from, uh, the, yes. from the Young Younger movies. Sure. And then this then this one came along, and uh, you're expecting him to be all badass, and he was just like an asshole in this one. But yeah, uh, that was his job, and he did it good. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, like he couldn't fucking. You're a doctor, and your whole goal in life is to you know get this stuff documented, right? And he doesn't tell any of them. That he's had these like visions after he after he goes down. Hey, I'm like, ah. Uh... All right. Well, I guess that would have ended the movie a little earlier, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Kind of a but you're move. right, man. That that makes no sense. There should have been disclosure. You you know what? You you guys hit the nail on the head. You you got to suspend some disbelief for this, but. You know, I mean, for for the two hours, I I I, I didn't get bored with it once. Um, I I thought that every character, like you said, Baldwin was kind of, eh, he was just sort of there, but, you know, I mean, there was a reason for his character. Um, I, I, I agree. I think this is Julia Roberts. Not, don't care for her too much overall, but you know, one of her two or three best roles and you know, the, the, the other three were great, man. Oliver Platt, comic relief, really enjoy this movie guys.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That little, that dog was creepy as fuck.
2: Oh yeah, the crippled dog that he uh the branch yeah. fell on. Man.
5: Yeah. That, was sad. that, that, that one the got dog. me some goosebumps when he first saw that.
4: Mm-hmm. That dog was a great actor.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Best in show. They just tied his legs up and told him to come on.
2: <laughs> Oh man. Poor doggy. Alright, you guys for ratings, get ready for ratings so we can move on to the big one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Um, re this,
3: seeing it, seen it numerous times before, uh, I would give it an eight. I mean, I, I enjoy it a lot, um, but there is the little things that we said that, yeah, you got to disbelieve some of it, but, uh, yeah, I would give it an eight.
2: Nice. Good score, man. Uh,
5: uh who was that?
2: Yeah, I'll go next. I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Like I said, I saw it, you know, four or five times in the theater and a couple of rewatches on, on TV, like on Sunday afternoons. And then enjoyed every, every, every bit of it when I saw it again. Um, I'll give it I'll give it a real strong seven. Def, definitely a, a really good, a really good movie. And, um, you know, like you guys are saying, we got five really big name stars here.
5: Yeah. Um, I, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I I think I agree with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven. Also, I think it was uh uh really creepy and, and, and pretty strong. Um, you know, it's got 1990 written all over it, man. It's 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 a, it's a little bit dated, but it and it's it's probably not a must see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's damn close to it. I mean, you have to have seen Flat Ladders at some point. I uh, great movie. I enjoyed it.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Um, I liked everybody in it. Didn't care for uh, uh, Baldwin. Um, I thought the setting was very creepy and and just dark, and, and it went with the movie. Um, there was a couple things I had issues with, because I don't think a couple of their, their sins, uh, or if that's what you want to call them, were kind of weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like especially Kevin Bacon, he just had a little girl talking shit to him. Okay, <laughs> I can I can live with that, right? <laughs> but overall, yeah, seven and a half. This is um, I think I kind of think that for for '90s horror movies, I think this uh, everybody should uh, check it out.
2: Man, sounds sounds like we're all in agreement. Uh, Flatliners. Uh, well, hold on. Let me let me specify the nineteen ninety. Flatliners. I think we all strongly suggest uh, giving it a watch if you haven't already. Modern yes. classic. Uh, all right, moving on. Flatliners, uh, 2017. Director was Niels Arden Oplev from Denmark. Is uh, also known for hey a really damn good movie. Uh, I don't know. I'd I'd like to know if you guys have seen this one, the original. Uh, Danish version of the girl with the dragon tattoo, the one starring Noomi Rapace. You guys seen that no. one?
4: No, I haven't. The original
2: one? Yeah, the original one. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, what, I haven't what... seen. I haven't seen the new one. Oh, you have? not Damn, I was wanting to know how you compared them. I thought that this one original was was uh, hands down twice the movie of the of the, of the remake, the one with uh, James Bond in it. Really, I much prefer this one. Yeah, and it has uh it has one of our show favorites, me Rapace, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, re- I really enjoyed that one. So I was looking forward to a treat with this movie when I found out he was directing. I got really excited. Um, and then this excited me too, guys. The writer, Ben Ripley. And he's known for uh, probably one of my favorite movies of, I guess it came out about seven or eight years ago. I don't remember the exact year, but uh, Source Code.
4: Mm, good uh, movie. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, loved it, loved it. So yeah, this this has got a lot going for. I, I was really excited about this. I liked the first one. Uh, I really liked the the director's prior work and the writers. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, guys. Um, so with Kiefer Sutherland returning as Nelson, the same character he played in the 1990 version of the movie, he makes this a sequel rather than a remake. But is it the same character?
4: I don't I, think I, it is, guys. I got a li- I got a little bit of when we get the spoilers. I got a little bit of news on that.
3: Okay. Yeah, because I I heard, he said something in
4: an interview, and we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, okay. well, I think go. we read the same thing.
2: I'm looking at some bogus trivia here, so let's just dive right into the movie. You know, um, Kevin, you you know, you're our guest as always. We'd we'd like you to go first, man. It
3: was a remake. I mean, it would. That was only. That's the only thing you could say to this. I mean, it, it was what it was. Uh, you got Juno, or what the hell is the name? Helen Page, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh, Forever, Forever. That's her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Cassie and Andor. Uh,
4: what the hell is his name? Uh, oh, and he was Ye- so good in that. Uh, movie. D- uh, Diego Luna.
3: Yeah, um, him. Uh, I don't even know who the other chick was. Uh, not the the black girl. The other one, I liked her. She was hot.
2: Oh, she was she was smoking hot. That's for sure. Uh,
3: and the other dude, the, the the rich guy, the trust fund baby. I didn't like him at all.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: but, well, there's your William Baldwin. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, this uh, <laughs> it was what it was. Um, yeah. I, I can't. To, Tell too much without getting into spoiler territory, so yeah. It's flatliners. See it if you want. It's <laughs> I can. Yeah. You
4: know, the same movie I mean, basically? Pretty much. I, I would say okay. so. I mean, it's almost the same damn character setup. They just right? threw, they just try to throw some jump scares and This movie was fucking garbage.
1: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: was uh, awesome.
4: You know, uh <laughs> yeah this is like I can't wait to get the spoilers because this movie was I was fucking bored I took my son to this yeah. and apparently he liked it my my oldest daughter watched it too and they liked it maybe it was made for for their demographic but I was fucking bored yeah every little trope as far as like horror movies that was coming up like the you know jump scares or lights about to be turned out mm-hmm. you see you've seen everyone coming and um, yeah, this, pretty, I'm Pretty sorry.
2: telegraphed, huh?
4: Yeah, I didn't like anybody in this movie. I just, I thought, I, Diego Luna was kind of, he was all right. Mm. And, he was my know, Yeah, he was basically Oliver uh, Platt in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Oliver and Platt's character. <laughs> yeah, this, I, I don't really have too much to say. This movie was garbage, so. I sat
3: uh, I sat in the back. And yeah, I'm I'm with you, dude. I was like, oh, okay, I know what's coming, and I just started messing with my phone. no yeah, I, my, I was in the very back row, so no, it yeah, the my, was yeah, only like five people in there.
4: Yeah, my I, my theater was actually packed, and yeah. my son was jumping and he was looking at me. He was like, "That didn't scare you?" I was like, "No, stop <laughs> jumping, sit down." <laughs> and uh, I had I had a bunch of young young youngsters in there and they kept like fidgeting around you know know, trying to do something when they knew something was scary i had girls getting up walking out of the theater walking back in and i was like you guys are acting like this is the next big horror movie to come i don't know (laughs) pg-13
2: horror movie huh yeah see that's what i liked about the original flatliners is it was rated r and and they didn't really hold back you know um, this movie, on the other hand, yeah. okay, here, see, so here we go again. It's, it seems like it's inevitable, guys. Every time this happens, so, so, so I didn't see it the, the week you guys did. You told me, you told me I should have. I went back and I, and I watched it. And I guess I talked about it as my cool of the week. Uh, was it last week or the week before?
4: Uh, uh last week.
2: No, I, once again, I fucked myself because... I was saying, okay, so the top five is going to be t- going to be tough to figure out, but a little bit light on the bottom five. I need some more shitty movies. Why the fuck nope. is it every time I say that, somebody delivers? Right? <laughs> you, you refer to it as a piece of garbage.
4: It is trash. <laughs> <It's funny.
2: laughs> you're being you're being you're being very generous.
3: <laughs> this a <laughs> shit,
2: man. As a matter the last... of fact. <laughs> Go,
3: go ahead, Nas. The last few movies I've seen were pretty garbage, and Uh-oh. this was one of them.
2: <laughs> well, what, what was Ouch. what was the other one? Wish upon. Uh, oh wait, no, I like, like that. One. I like that one.
0: <laughs>
2: that was a fun movie. Um, uh,
3: Leatherface, uh, I didn't like it. Oh, cult, of no. Chucky, cult of Chucky. Cult uh, uh, and this one, I was like, oh, come on, <laughs> this one, this one was strike three. <laughs>
4: Strike. You know, you know what? I've I've seen all those, and I can't wait till we review them because I have <laughs> I have some shit to say about Cult of Chucky and Leatherface. Oh,
2: hold on, hold <laughs> on, please let let me give you yeah. a chance, we'll, guys. We'll,
4: Don't we'll spoil. wait,
2: we'll wait. Don't spoil me too much. You know, you know what was so shitty about this though? The 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 I I can't believe this is the same fucking guy who wrote Source Code. Something's wrong here. They were all they were basically doing was stealing lines from the previous film verbatim. And just moving them around to a couple of different characters. Okay, and then you've got. Well, we'll talk about it, I guess, in, in spoilers. But there supposedly there was a big, quote unquote, twist. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about the twist.
0: Yeah, I I had nothing
2: to me. Nothing. Um, this thing was garbage, man. Philip, you rounded out, man. We can get to ratings, and uh, I, I'm done with this.
5: Yeah. uh... I think I made a good decision and did not watch it.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
5: okay,
2: all right, Kevin. What's your score, man?
3: I'll give it like a one. <laughs> Ouch! I'm
5: not going that low. <laughs> oh,
3: that's like kicking in the well.
5: well <laughs> um, both of if them. I, simultaneously. If, I,
3: if I base it, I mean, I liked um, Cassie Andor, uh, Diego Luna. I liked his character. Okay. Uh, he he seemed to be the the one to care the most. Um, I'll go up one point to a two. <laughs>
2: so. Yeah, you got to at least give half a point to the to uh, Her name, the actress's name is Nina Dobrev. Yeah. She's, uh, right. yeah give it a uh, five or six if they would have showed something, but they didn't. <laughs> Marlo. <laughs> yeah, and it was PG thirteen, man. Man, give me a break.
4: Um. You know what? I'm not gonna go. This movie's a fucking one.
5: Ouch. <laughs> a one. Wow. This, uh, this
4: now,
5: now I have to watch it.
4: <laughs> this, this movie will be showing up on my bottom, my bottom list, definitely.
2: Oh <laughs> man, but how did but is how does it compare to uh Kuso? Cuso,
4: Cuso you know what? I, I I have not tried to. I, I'm not done with that movie. I've never Uh-oh. went back to it. I didn't finish it. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something happens at the end that that'll you know steer me from that. But you know, I'll put a hold on that one. But right now, uh, Flatline is you're firmly on that list.
3: All right. Oh, I watched uh, Bye Bye Man again, and I, yep. I enjoyed.
0: that more than- <laughs> Flatliners. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you sad. can
4: at least, you can at least laugh at the acting in the movie. Right.
2: Oh <laughs> boy. Oh man, I'll, uh, well, uh, well, I'm, I love. Fun. <laughs> I'll be a little. No. I'll I'll be a little nicer. I'll I'll, I'll give it a two. <laughs> but it's <laughs> wow! It's definitely it's definitely it, it's definitely it, if if we did our bottom five today, it would be it would be on there. So, it would be on there, I, I, no doubt. Uh, the, the, uh, effects,
3: the, the effects were good. I did like there that. There you go. It was updated effects, and that was cool. But mm-hmm. it, that it, that didn't save this movie. I mean, I think if it was a sequel, like they, well, I guess we'll get to that in a minute.
2: <laughs> right. Um, I mean, do you guys want to get into spoilers? Is is it even worth doing a spoiler section on this one, or what? Well, yeah, because um, I Yeah, let's go ahead and okay. do it. Okay. All right. Ready ready when you guys are.
7: This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned.
4: All right. Um yeah, I don't know Kevin if we read the same thing, but this is a sequel because yeah. there is a deleted scene that would have been at the end uh, explaining that Kiefer Sutherland's character is Nelson. He just changed his name.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I read. So I, yeah. was, I sat and watched the credits and I was going, okay, well maybe they'll show something at the end because th- he did pop up in there quite a bit. Sure. And when he, cause when he was going, when they found out that um Juno care, uh, when her character died, that was the big twist. Um, he was like, when he was talking to all of them, he goes, "Well, is there something you guys want to tell
2: me?" And
4: yeah. I was hoping
2: yeah, someone was going to say something. Then he would have. Thought we we're going to get a payoff there.
4: Yeah, because my my son was asking, my son was asking, um, why did they keep why did they keep showing this guy like he's important to the story? Because uh, he didn't watch the original. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's you know that was the main character from the original, and he was like, well. He's kind of not doing anything in this movie, and I was like, "Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, around. I don't know why he's in this movie." <laughs> well, guess <laughs> not guess wrong.
2: he, guess he fucked his leg up pretty bad when yeah, he fell but out I,
4: that I, tree, huh? I guess, I guess he was about to go through the whole like explaining who he was, and I guess they cut it out because they felt like the younger audience wouldn't get it because mm. they, they assume they they haven't seen the original one, so I
3: I think okay. I would have given I would have given it a higher score if they would have went that route. Me too. Yeah. And, me too. And had it reveal himself. And What I wanted, and I would have probably given it a higher score again, was if if uh, Juno found um, – I don't even remember her character's name. If, they, if she would have found um, Nelson's uh, old work and then – Ah, okay. And then, okay, <laughs> let me try to do what he did. Then sure. I would have been all right. That would have been cool. But now it was just, she just thought of this whole, the exact same idea that Nelson character had in the first one, Kiefer's character, and mm-hmm. just did it did it her own way. And the other thing that bugged me was, I mean, what I loved in the original one, it was all just, uh, just a makeshift equipment that they just hauled into this old abandoned museum.
5: Mm-hmm. And in did this they one... They swiped
3: from the freaking school? Yeah. In this one, yeah. they had every modern... Thing they, uh, all the new uh, equipment there for for them to use because supposedly there was a what was it like a bomb shelter type of hospital they built under the hospital with all yeah. working equipment and they so they had everything they had CT scans all that crap and <laughs> still couldn't do anything better than the right. keeper and the gang did in that <laughs> little, little makeshift lab in the
4: museum. Oh,
2: so all, was in, of- all in perfect working condition, huh? yeah I was
5: kind like, of
4: there for 10 oh, this years. Bullshit. <laughs> how did you so, guys uh, go ahead
5: uh, did they did they do kind of the same thing where they uh like they would experience some sort of near death thing and then not fucking tell their friends who are fixing to do the same thing that they're doing yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah
4: exactly but I was it's gonna ask food, you man. how how did you guys feel about their 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 i guess their gifts they received? For coming out of being flatlined, they're they're like one would be super smart, or
2: you know what? I I didn't I didn't even I didn't even pay attention to that man. I didn't even realize that happened. I got yeah. I, I have a confession to make, guys. I fell asleep twice during this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And so I think yeah. I missed somebody going under, and then I think toward the end I missed uh, something weird with the with a douchebag guy, but. Uh, you know full disclosure yeah th- that's why i'm probably giving it a two instead of a one.
4: Uh, you uh, didn't you didn't miss anything
2: i don't think i missed much no hey. they
4: would after, they would come back from being flatlined and like uh juno would be like i guess she would remember everything she's ever learned even like playing the piano that she learned when she was like 12 or something and uh douche guy was uh, apparently all of a sudden a great doctor and was like mm. like helping people in the hospital which was kind of weird because you know you should be a good doctor helping people anyways
2: right well, that's, that's about the dumbest bullshit I've ever heard it was I mean that was just the little things that they threw
3: in to change it from the original story mm-hmm. and all yeah. the little changes they added did nothing to, to the movie or the story, and it, this movie was bullshit. um, Man. it was just basically all the shit that, that happened in, in the original movie was the exact same stuff, and the new one, just some little twist on
4: each one. That was it. You yeah. know what? I, I just remember something. I'm going to bump mine up to a one and a half, because oh, uh, yeah? the, the funniest thing probably happened in the theater in a long time uh, when the sex scene came up. Mm-hmm. There was a couple that brought their had to have been eight year old son, and that lady lost her shit in the theater. She grabbed her kid and just was like Jesus, and they stormed out of there. It was the, the funniest uh, shit,
2: and they didn't even show anything.
4: No. Nothing. Oh man. Yeah. What did you yeah. think was gonna happen? <laughs> I don't know. And they didn't actually they didn't storm out right away. It was this the second sex scene that popped up like ten minutes later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well that might be what I slept through.
3: <laughs> oh man. I mean the, the the part I had that made me laugh was uh when uh, after Cassie and uh brung it to that one chick, um as soon as they were done, he just put his clothes on, he was ready to roll out. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't even
2: gonna stick around. <laughs> he just he just shook it off. All right, I'm out. <laughs> oh man, back 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 to the frat house, huh?
3: <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, this movie. Uh, see it if wow. you want, but uh, I, I'd say avoid it. But if you didn't see the original one, if you've listened this far, we spoiled the hell out of it for you. But yeah, like like Brian said, this was made for. Uh, for the young guys this wasn't for us <laughs>
5: <laughs> well that's a shame
2: yep didn't miss didn't miss much this time philip um yeah all right guys no. well i guess that wraps it up so uh as always we we of course want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the horror returns uh we would love to hear your feedback and ideas you can always reach us at the horror returns at gmail.com uh be sure to follow us where brian
4: uh, at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, <laughs> everything.
0: <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> Nez, where, where can we find you, man? Uh,
3: same places. Uh, look up, uh, Mac Nez podcast or East society on Facebook. Uh, Mac Nez on Instagram, uh, Mac Nez pod on Twitter, uh, all my shows and everything I'm affiliated with is on Podbean at Skater Nez Podcast Network. And that same thing is on iTunes. And I pop up on here. I post on their page every now and then. I uh, also listen to my segment, Native Side with Nez, on the Horocopia Podcast. Um, yeah, everywhere else. I mean, you, I'm sure you guys already know my voice and who I am. So, yeah. I mean, I thank you guys. I always have a blast when I come on here, man. You guys are my brothers. Uh, Much love to all of you and Lance and Phil, your lovely wives. Um, Thanks again for an awesome time. And then down in Texas for a fright, man. I definitely can't wait. Oh, I just listened to your guys' interview with with the Creepy Hollows. Was that what it was called? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Dude, next year when you guys go, let me know.
2: I want to come down and go because that sounded awesome. Oh, man, yeah, it was I, think, fun. I think we're going to make it an annual event uh Phillip, is that the impression you got from Harold uh, yeah definitely yeah let's let's do it man yeah um, I'd like to come down there oh hey Inez uh, tomorrow night my wife and I are going to be checking out uh, a, a movie you've talked about quite a bit uh, uh, Wind River oh awesome movie I loved it saw it four times uh, wow uh, that's all <laughs> I thought you'd seen it more, more like five or six by now man uh, I wish, but too many things
3: <laughs> keep coming
2: out uh, can't wait for you. Blade Runner this week yeah, speaking of Blade Runner um, next week it's going to be the, long, the long-awaited Blade Runner 2049 uh, as well as a discussion of the original and we're going to be joined by our our guest uh, Patrick Lear uh, I know he's an avid listener of your shows too Kev, and he's uh, I think our number one contributor on the, on the Facebook stuff, so yeah. uh, al- always good to have Patrick on Um, so, until the horror returns again, good night.